You are now tuned into Accelerate to Great Podcast with Nehemiah Davis, a podcast for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking for their next level of greatness. Welcome back to another episode of Accelerate the Great. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis, and today we got a super duper special guest for you. Um, I always talk to you guys about execution, right? I'm big on execution. A lot of people talk about what they want, but they're not actually taking action on the things that they want. So today is kind of special for me for two reasons, because before seven months, seven months ago, I did not know this individual who I'm interviewing. Like um, he invested in my program and now it's more like still mentor, mentee, but brother, like this is someone who I truly love, who I truly appreciate and just his existence to the world, I want to share, and he's just an all-around incredible guy. So without further ado, I want to introduce Runway, um, all-around amazing guy, owner of three or four businesses. I can't even keep up anymore, but he's just a definition of a true action taker and someone who does not take no for an answer. If it's something that he wants, he going to go get, man. Welcome, to, yeah. welcome, brother. Thank you, you thank man? you, thank you, bro. I feel good. I feel good. Damn, man. Happy it's, to have you here, man. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Like I said, uh, the journey has been incredible. Like I said, you, we didn't know each other seven months ago. Right. So, um, you know, it's just, it's just amazing the amount of growth that a lot of people are like, yo, your life could change in 365 days. And they don't even realize how much it could change in 30 days. Mm. So if you really apply that pressure to yourself, mm. then you will actually see it. But the key was I knew that, like, yo, I saw this dude. And, like, I, I stumbled upon you by accident. Like, I was looking for, like, a throne chair for a video shoot that mm. I was having. I wasn't even looking to seek, like, higher knowledge or to learn any of what your teachings was. So, uh, like, well, when I stumbled up uh, across you, I was like, yo, this dude doing something. <laughs> like, let me follow this dude and see, what, you know, and see what he's doing. And uh, I just I just saw your, your, your violent, consistent work as far as, like, adding volume. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was right. like adding volume. Like, yo, this dude adds some serious volume. And I know the best way to get around somebody, you know what I mean, is it's just from watching many, many videos and just hearing other people talk is the best way to get around somebody is even invest or get or get around them. Mm-hmm. So you was moving around so much, it was like, I couldn't get around you, so let me invest in what he's teaching. Let yeah. me try to, you know I mean, you know, develop some of the habits that he had, and then that, that eventually bring us to, um, you know, in the right circle of right. greatness. <laughs> right, literally, and, and that's exactly what happened. And just yeah. to kind of add, guys, seven months, man, like, you said something, a lot can happen in 365, but a lot can happen in 30 days. Absolutely. But, I think just I think a lot of people say it, but they they don't believe it. Like it, yeah. a lot can happen in three hundred sixty five no, days. Happen. Like a life can change in three sixty five no, or thirty days. Seriously. But a lot of people don't do it. So my question to you is: You're incredible at executing. Like I, it's not too many people I know. You, Sonya, it's a select few people who I can name, and probably on my two hands, who just like take massive action on information almost instantly and i attribute so much of your success sonia's success to just going for it like yeah how can that be taught like how like were you born with just the the ability to execute what make you execute and what would you tell someone else who's kind of whether they're afraid to execute or just it's something that's stopping people from like and, 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 I'll call you like yo do this and it's done. And and, and, and to be honest, bro, <laughs> I don't really think about it like a lot of the times. I just really commit. 
And I feel like that's the that's the only difference is some people they just don't commit to it. You feel what I'm saying? I just make the decision to commit to it. I don't think about whether it's gonna, you know, whether it's gonna fail. I be focused on making it work. Yeah. I don't even focus on whether it's gonna fail. Like, yo, I gotta make this work. Mm -hmm. So I always look at always look at an opportunity, always look at an opportunity as like, yo, this might be the only opportunity for this time and I can't miss it. Mm -hmm. So I'll be more so afraid to miss it than mm -hmm. afraid of failing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like even with investing, like, you know what I mean? You had you had a course that was a thousand. 700 and I was investing in everything like investing my hard own money because like literally you had something one week and then you'll turn around three days and you had something else but like for instance your t-shirt program I had a whole t-shirt business that was set up so I was like yo let me pay for this information to see how he's doing it because he's not using none of the machines I invested in that I already wasted money in mm -hmm. and he cutting down the time mm -hmm. and I know that the time is the enemy in my situation especially when I have multiple business going on yeah. I don't have enough time in the day to do all these things. So everything is delegating. Right. So I was like, yo, you literally helped me with one investment. I think it was like 497 at yeah. the time or something like that. You know what I mean? 497, me paying 497 helped me eliminate all these problems. Yeah. So going into what I'm trying to say is I had already eliminated a bunch of problems, not the ones that I had already went through, but the ones that was gonna come, I already made the four. I already made the four ninety seven right. back the next day from just you know with the information you gave me in the course. So now when I invest and people have information, I'm like, yo, I don't look at it as uh, what am I gonna lose. Mm -hmm. I look at it as what am I gonna lose if I don't invest in it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For instance, we we we've been a we've been a like ten countries together. So. Um, I remember one time we, we uh, I, I think we was in Mexico or Bali or something like that. And, uh, Mexico or Bali, yeah, whatever. Something one. like that. So it was one of them. <laughs> but, uh, but, yo, uh, we, both was, we both was about to pay for some information. And, and I forget what the price was. But we called when we had landed. And he was like, yo, my price different now. It was like, yo, we should have just got it. Got it. Damn. When we were supposed to get it. And it was, like it hurt me like I was yo, paying yeah. for somebody for an hour call for three fifty yeah a month ago right now it's a thousand for that call that I still thing. paid for the thousand absolutely but what if I would have did it when it was right in front of me like a lot of us are waiting for opportunities like they gonna come back around yeah. like I'm 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 pulling trigger quick quick because yeah. I don't know if it's going to exist in a yeah, in, in sure. a month for two sure. months three months and just information that people are learning. I need people to understand just because you're learning it now don't mean it's going to work a year from now. Absolutely. Like, I'm doing things now that someone told me to do a year from now. It's still effective, right. but it ain't as effective right. because so many other people are doing it now. Right. And, and, and the thing is, like, when I teach the last classes, right, mm -hmm. a lot of these girls feel like the market is saturated, mm -hmm. um, that it's a lot of girls doing this, and yeah. how could they set themselves apart? And one of the things that, like, I teach is, like, yo, before everybody was an expert, they was the beginner first. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So a lot of the stuff that we implementing now, these are things that we was a beginner at first. So Absolutely. a lot, a lot of people see that like, yo, Nehemiah is this great dude, which yeah. you are. But look, look at, look at. Eleven the, years, bro. Yo, eleven years. I've been an entrepreneur for twelve years. Like, look at the amount of work it took yep. for you to get here. It wasn't, yo, I got this fire idea. I'm going. And then two weeks later, you quit. No, you stayed at it. You had business after business that that scaled and fell, scaled and mm -hmm. fell until you really got it 
till you master the yep. skill set of yep. doing what you do. And now it's just like, yo, like, you gotta understand some things have a phase. Like, you know, some things have a phase. It might be hot for a quick second, but you waiting is not going, it's not going to make you an expert in that field of what you're trying to do. So I'd rather go in, bump my head, bump my head, bump my head, figure it out, and then become an expert at figuring it out. And then you can apply that to everything. Because what I, what I realized, like how I was able to open three businesses in the last year, like just me and you just took my mind to a whole nother level. But once I bump my head and I figure it out, I was like, yo, I'm gonna bump my head and figure it out where everything goes. Yeah. So let's get it, you know what I'm saying? Let's get it. And it's crazy. So for you, Ron, um, one of the things that I really admire about you, and you might have to do a little bit of the backstory, we kind of jumped into it, but I believe you grew up in a shelter or you lived in a shelter. Yeah, I lived in a shelter. Your mom like, was on drugs. Absolutely. And I'm not sure where your dad was when you were younger. I'm yeah, my dad, my dad was like, my dad was absent. Yeah, my, absent. my dad was absent. Uh, so, so when we was young, like my mom was on drugs like before I was born. So like I had, I had my grandma in my life, like my grandparents, but they kicked her out. Like they kicked her out, like yo, you're not gonna. Be, so they kicked me out with my mom. Yeah. Like my grandma, real old fashioned. So she was like, yo, I'm gonna teach you a lesson. Like that's how they did it back in the day. So my mom went and lived at a shelter. Um, but it was something like very important. Like in that moment, even though I was young, I still remember it. I still remember it like like it was yesterday, right? So in a shelter, we had to bring in our own food, and a certain time they cut the lights off. Nine mm -hmm. o'clock, lights go off. Mm -hmm. So I was hungry. I'm like, Mom, I want cereal. She went down to the kitchen, was like, yo, my son hungry. Can he have some cereal? And she was like, well, you know our policy, lights off. And it's our cereal. Like, right. we bought this in here. My mom wouldn't take the no. Right. She wouldn't accept the no. Like, she went back and forth with the lady over and over again to the lady was like, all right, don't, don't, don't tell nobody I did this for you. Mm -hmm. And like, me, I'm a kid, you feel what I'm saying? And you know, you really don't, you know, consume things at that time to be that important. But when I grew when I grew older, that was that was something that, that I took from a hurtful situation. I was able to apply it in a positive way. Like, yo, don't take the no. Right. Just cause they tell you no, yeah. don't take the no. Yeah. So my mom went away to get help again. Um, so I stayed with my grandparents and like, you know, my relationship with my mom and my dad was kinda like, you know, like up and down. You got you got, you know, the mother of your child doing drugs, they had like, you know, like physical abuse. It was a lot of things going on that I had to see. So uh, for me, it was just like, you know, drugs just wasn't my choice when I got older. My yeah. mom abused alcohol too. Yeah. Just wasn't my choice when I got older. So a lot of people take their problems and they and they use it as excuses. You know what I mean? I took my problems and I, and, and I used them as fuel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To go do things because I saw something that I never want to see. I never want my kids to see. And just not let that define me as the example that I want to be for people looking to me and the example that I want to set for my kids. Wow. You know what I mean? So, so you know, um, my dad, he came back into my life when I was, when I was like, pretty much already, already established. Right. But we repaired our relationship and we like best friends now. Like, wow. we talk every that's day, cool. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. my dog. Because it's, it's people who watching this and listen to this, like, I come from this, I can't make it. My dad been in jail since I was two. Yo, my mom and grandma did an amazing job with me, so right. I ain't making that excuse. But you right. talking about lived in the shelter, didn't have your dad, mom was on drugs. I don't believe there's an excuse no more. Yeah. Like, you can make it. Like, I'll, you can come from the worst of the worst situations. Absolutely. And make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, that's something I really want to drive home here for everyone listening. To the podcast is that you can do it like yeah. i don't care what you're going through you gotta see you gotta see that there is more and 
a lot of us, we look at our problems as problems, and sometimes our problems is going to be the thing that's going to set us Absolutely. apart. People look at their sacrifice, right? Like, people glorify their sacrifice. Oh, I've been through this, I've been through that, I've been through this. They glorify what they've been through, right? Yeah. So this year, uh, 2019, I basically said, I'm going to make a sacrifice. Because yep. basically, those were sacrifices that was forced on you. Yep. And people glorify those sacrifices. Oh, I've been through that, I've been through this. So if you've been through those sacrifices already, why you can't do it again to get in a better position? So my fact, my sacrifice was designer clothes. Like, yo, 2019, I'm not doing no designer clothes. I was in Bali with you the whole month of January. So a lit literally, and I just got, I just opened up another business. So literally, I sacrificed something that I like for a month, mm. which was February, and it helped me open up another business. Wow. So if I could say, yo, I, mm. I, I slept at a shelter, my mom was on drugs, you know what I'm saying? We, we lived in a one-bedroom apartment, my pop wasn't there. I got all these sacrifices that I'm glorifying that I'm able to tell people, you know what I mean? Then why can't I sacrifice something that I enjoy to have more? Mm. And that's crazy. And it's funny you say, you told me at another time, like, yo, in a year, I could spend ten to 15000 on clothes. Imagine this is for anyone. Like I want you to think about what are some of the things you spend money on unnecessarily. Like right. it could be clothes, it could be shoes. I don't know what whatever person, whatever their thing is. Right. What if you don't do it for a year? Like you're not doing it for a year. I already know it's gonna be two, three event spaces, <laughs> another type right, of business. Right, right. Like a lot is gonna happen because of you sacrificing. Yeah. But the problem with a lot of us and I'm not talking or judging anyone, but we want it now. Want it now. Like, we wanted it now. We're not willing. You took the money you would have spent to go no, get. I invested it, bro. Yes. I invested it. So I want people to understand, like, yo, you like, could do this. And thing. I want people to know, like, every like every investment that I did, like, I ain't care. I put my last into it. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? My tattoo shop, I put my last into it. You can ask my brother. Put my last into it. You, you started your tattoo shop in the house? In the house. And for those who don't know, Runway is one of the most incredible <laughs> tattoo artists in the world. And and I think, let me ask you, was that a passion? That that it, Or no? That happened by accident. Tell me about that. Like, like so, all right, so we all are born with gifts and talents. I yep. don't care who you are. Cooking, writing a book, playing basketball. We all are born with gifts yep. and talents. And sometimes other people see that talent in you, you know what I mean, that you don't see right away. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what tattooing was. Like, everybody was like, because I was always in the art. Everybody in school knew that I drew. I drew. My teacher knew I drew. I drew in my classwork. You know what I'm saying? I was always an intelligent kid, but the way the structure of the education was wasn't really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. So I spent my time drawing, painting on sneakers, you know, all type of stuff. So we cut school one day. We went to like an underground artist, which I was at the time when I first started, and I was drawing everybody tattoos. And the dude that did tattoos was like, yo, you should do tattoos. And I was like, yo, that's like LeBron telling me I should play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude that's doing it telling yeah. me I should do it. Oh, I got to do it now. Mm -hmm. And um, so I contacted him, like, you know what I mean, to get some teaching. He act like he ain't know who I was. So I'm the type of person, once my mind is on something, mm -hmm. I got to carry it out. I did my own research. I ain't making an excuse for not knowing. I did my own research, ordered my stuff. I started in my mom, my mom's apartment. Six months later, I moved it to another apartment, and I ran that for four years. Wow. And then Crazy. they shut me down. So, <laughs> so the thing is, I mean, a lot of people, they got these gifts and talents that, listen, a lot of people like, yo, what's my passion and purpose? One of the things they always say, what comes easy to you and harder to others? Absolutely. And what could you do for your rest of your life and not get paid for? Right. And I think you love doing tattoos that much that you no, could have did that. Yeah. And that's a lot of people, your gift is right in front of you. Like, yeah. I believe, like, 
So many more people could be living a life on. I prefer living a life on purpose than li- doing the life I hate. Right. I don't even. I don't need a bunch of money. Right. But if I love, if I love Absolutely. what I'm doing. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. It's a, it's it's crazy it's a to certain be able to love of what stress you do. that don't come with that when you love what you do. Yeah. Even even from like getting out of the bed in the morning to going to sleep at night. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like you think about it like, yo, I stay up sometime five o'clock in the morning and wake back up at seven. Yeah. Cause I'm in my purpose. Yeah. I'm staying up because I'm trying to get closer to my next goal, to my next dream. So we gotta sacrifice something. You know what I'm saying? I'm past the point where I gotta sacrifice certain things, but sleep, bro, you can have it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You can have it all day, you can have it. Like, sleep ain't that important to me because I'm not where I need to be. Mm. And I know that time is the only factor in what I gotta do. So guess what? If I gotta stay up later and I gotta get up early to get closer to my dreams, that's what I gotta do. Wow, that's crazy. So for you, um, you have like, one of the programs that you invested in with me was teaching your kids how to become entrepreneurs. Like me, I think like you one of the greatest dads I see. Like all the kids that. is like A1, like they, I'm like, yo, you got, I, got I almost would trade with you. Like, let me get them kids, bro. Like what? Yeah, you got an army of people ready to go get it. Right. For a parent, a lot of parents, man, I'm trying to teach kids how to become entrepreneurs, right? But it's really hard for a parent to really see that when we've been conditioned our whole life, work, 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 work. Right. Uh, for the last, they're still teaching our kids what they was teaching them 50 years ago. Yeah. You you invested to teach them entrepreneurship, but why? Why would you do that? And, and pretty much why? All right, so like, I've been an entrepreneur for 12 years. Right. So for me, for me, it was going, it was going against, you gotta think, I'm, first of all, like just think about 12 years ago, where, where, the, where the tattoos was at. Yo, you got tattoos on your face, you never gonna get a job. You know, like, oh my, like, I'm never gonna be nothing more than a tattoo artist. Now I get paid to speak to people. Mm. I'm, on, I'm on great platforms mm-hmm. like this, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this podcast, doing this interview. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking to sharks. Mm-hmm. People in suit and ties and I'm in a sweatsuit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, don't let people, you know, put their opinions and their judgments on your life and feel like you gotta live your life through that narrative mm. or through that whatever, whatever, whatever they, they wanna, wanna call think it. I mean, like yeah. that stereotype. Yeah. Cause yeah. I never believed in that. So from the beginning, I was already outside I was the black sheep. Already from the beginning. I didn't have no problem being in that because I enjoyed it. And people gotta, y'all, y'all literally gotta stop. If you enjoy it and it feels right to you, continue it. Mm. Continue it until you die. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Until yeah. you die. And so for me, 12 years, this journey has been amazing for me as an entrepreneur. Like, this stuff literally t- took care of myself, my family. You know what I mean? It helped me employ other people, give unlimited Have you ever had a job? No, I, I mean, before before I was an entrepreneur, I, I worked at Checkers, McDonald's, but it was but like- But you never had like a staple job, essentially. No, gotcha. I've never worked there for more than two months. Gotcha. Like, I, I looked at the structure and I was just like, no. I wasn't one of them people that, that, that was like, complain about how things was and didn't try to fix it. Yo, it's not for me, I gotta get out of it. As quick as I start, as quick as I make a decision to start a business, it's like, yo, I gotta get out of here. Cause it's not right. Why well, I'ma wait for six months for it not to be right? No, I'ma quit now. Now I'm not telling nobody, go out, quit your job now. But yo, if you're not happy, yo, if you're working at a job 40 hours a week, spend, spend 80 hours finding what makes you happy. Mm. Spend double the time finding what makes you happy so you can get out of that. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So back to your question. Um, so 
I see the growth in myself and what I was able to do as an entrepreneur, you know what I mean, for the past 12 years. So I feel like it was important for my kids to have what I have in half the time. Like I see what my where my grandmom is at. Like like I said, this was one of my influences in life. Um, she owns her house, one point eight million dollar house. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But but I'm gonna be there. But what I'm saying is, she's 75, and she just she just owned her house a couple years ago. You know what I mean? I want to be there at 40, at 35. Mm -hmm. I want to be there at half the time. Mm -hmm. I want my kids to have the knowledge to be there at half the time to me. So if I'm doing that at 35, I want them to be 18 and 19 getting this information. It's imperative. I want them to know this because the level of growth and entrepreneurship compared to a job, it don't even compare. Mm. So it was important that I was like, yo, this is your expertise. I know that I could teach my kids this. But I know that you got something that I don't have and they need to experience that because I know the exposure right. is what helps catapult them to the next level. Right. I have certain exposure, but it's coming from dad. Yeah. So it's going to feel like pressure. Like I make them watch something every day for an hour that don't have nothing to do with that. Nothing that they like. Yeah. Nothing to do with nothing that they like because I'm not asking you to like it. I'm asking what could you learn from it mm. so even when i listen to other podcasts or i listen to things like neo you send me stuff hey check this out i might not like the tone of billy jean voice but i need to learn his marketing mm -hmm. what could i learn from him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm not asking you to like it i'm asking you what can you learn from it and what can you implement a lot of people only listen to people or they only take advice from people that they like get uncomfortable mm. Take some advice from somebody that you don't like that's killing it. Yeah. Consume the content. Everybody don't like the way Jim Rohn talk. Right. But you but you need that information man, though. Man, listen, that's my <laughs> guy right there. You know me. Man, crazy. Yeah. So for you, man, you are an incredible marketer and um you taught me my grind has to be annoying, right? Annoying. I coined that from you and I kinda wanna jump into a few marketing tips that I would like for you to share with people, but the grind annoying concept a lot of people run away like, I don't want to be annoying. Yeah. What's your take on that? Like, I don't care. I was telling my man, like, post on your page. I'm not, I don't care how my Instagram look when I'm promoting a product. I am right. looking to get butts in the seats so I can serve more right. people right. and help more people win. Right. I can't level up or help someone else level up if I'm not serving enough people. Right. So I don't care about, I'm going to post it. I'm going to tell people about it. I'm going to put flyers about it. I want you to hear about it, right? right? So I used to carry my books around, Step in a Greatness Journal, and a lot of times I carried them to every event, two in, two in my hand, every event I went to. Right. And the reason why I did this is because, one, I would sell them, of course, but some dudes say, yo, why are you always carrying your books? Like. Got my gift with me. Yeah, like, I'm like, why wouldn't I carry my books? Like, right. you go to your job every day and work, right? right? This is my job. Right. But my grind had to be annoying. But And as you said, it just reconfirmed, like, yo, go harder. So yeah. what's your advice to somebody who, like, I don't want to post too much. I don't really want to get it out here. What's your advice to that person? All right, so I, I try to I try to do it in English terms because a gotcha. lot of times when I you mean when we talk business, people don't understand it. So I try to give it the best way possible. Mm -hmm. So think about it like uh, think about it like a mu a, a song, yep. a music song that you hear for the first time. Mm -hmm. It don't automatically becomes your favorite song the first time you hear it. Yep. You hear it ten times before mm -hmm. you're like, oh, this my on right, right here right, right so marketing is the same way if people only see you one time you can't expect it you can't expect them to love it yeah. but by the 10th time that they send you they either gain a likeness for you 
uh, they either gain some um, uh, information about you to know you, mm -hmm. or they gain a trust for you. The reason why people buy things is either they like you, they know you, or they trust you. So um, I treat my businesses the same way. They cannot like you if they they cannot like you if they don't see you a bunch of times. Mm. They can't know you if they don't see you a bunch of times. They can't trust you if they don't see you a bunch of times. So I treat it just like that song, promote and overkill. When we went to Grant Cardone, how many emails did he said he sent? How many phone calls did he said he made? How uh, many uh, times? How amount. many lives did he said he did? You know what I mean? So you literally have to have a campaign for yourself and yo, what do I want to get out of this campaign? And you have to follow suit with your campaign. Yo, I'ma do this many lives, I'ma post this many times, I'ma make this many emails, I'ma make this many phone calls, and you gotta stick to it. And guess what, whatever your number is, double and triple it, because you ain't doing it enough. Mm. So the, the point is mm. like, yo, post until people are tired of seeing it. Mm. Bro, I saw it already, mm. you gonna see it yeah. again. Yeah. Bro, I heard it already, you gonna hear it again. Mm. And, and, and these terms of marketing is called retargeting. Retargeting. You're going to see it you until you buy it. it or you get off that Yo, list somehow. Like, think about it, bro. The last time that you saw something, when you never bought it the first time that you saw it. I'm pretty sure we mic'd up right now. You saw, uh, what's, the, what's this, Samson Techno yep. Technology? Yep. You probably saw it on your timeline. Right. The time's like, oh, man, this look good. Yep. You but came you, in there and said, hey, bro, that's that Samsung technology, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw me so talking I, I, about I it. I saw you, so, and then you got to think of another way, right? So say, say, I don't, say I don't hit you exactly, right? But you tell me about this restaurant in Bali, and I'm in Bali, and I'm like, bro, what restaurant should I go to? Yeah. Go to Khan, bro, best vegan spot that mm. there ever is. So and that's no, real. That's actually comes, real. Nothing comes higher than a recommendation. Mm. So if your friend tell you, yo, this is a good song, yo, this is a good place to eat, yo, they do good business, they coming through a trust. Mm. You don't even need a trust. Mm. It's coming through a trust. So a lot of the times when you when you marketing, you don't even know what's on the back end of it. So you gotta do the front end work because you gaining people's trust, gaining people's like, and gaining people knowing you, and you never know what those people are gonna say. Wow. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Jeez. So one of your specialties is Instagram. Let's talk a little bit about some Instagram marketing. What's some good ways for people to get their self out there more? via Instagram? What's some things you do on Instagram that work well for you? So like, uh, so everybody don't have an ad budget. Everybody right. don't have an ad budget. Mm -hmm. So I would tell people that um, you should definitely be running promotions. Definitely, yep. definitely be running promotions that, you know, to get, um, you know, with the, you just, just run promotions. Yep. And a lot of people, like I said, they don't have an ad budget. So yo, it's 30 days in a month. You'd be surprised what $1 a day could do running an ad. Mm. You're going to reach 120 to 290 people that didn't know you. Right. So like I said, we're just going to break this down in the tens real quick just to yep. make it interesting. Yep. If you're running a $1 ad every 10 days, you're touching about a thousand to two thousand people mm -hmm. who never saw you. Mm -hmm. You get ten of those people to buy a product, you're in good shape. We gonna go to the next ten days because it's thirty days in a month. Now, now you're at four thousand to six thousand people. You get another ten people to buy your product, you're in good shape. Thirty days, you're at ten thousand people to twelve thousand people. You get ten people to buy your product. Now you got thirty clients. You treat them clients absolutely like Chick-fil-A service. My pleasure, you're welcome. Free gifts, updates, 
all that stuff. You you treat them good, like they're your only 30 customers. Once people buy from you once, they'll buy from you for a lifetime. A buyer is a buyer is a buyer. Buyer is a buyer is a buyer. Yeah. So that's one thing. You know, run those ads for a dollar a day. Just start there. See what see what content is working. See what people like. You know what I mean? And then you split test it from there. You take your ones that got your highest engagement from that dollar that you spent. And you run that to death. You run it to death. Another thing is collaborating with other brands. A lot of people feel like, oh, they're doing this, I'm doing this, I'm in competition. No, it's nothing better and nothing freer than social media to get on somebody else's platform like I'm on yours, expose them to another audience and get customers. Why? Because when I say your friend said, hey, this is a good restaurant, you say, hey, this is my this is my friend. He's an amazing tattoo artist. He's he's an amazing tattoo artist. He's a marketer. This is what he does. It's coming from a trusted source. They trust your words. They yep. trust my words for the people that follow me. So one thing is definitely run the ads for a dollar a day. Get on other people's platform, whether it's a live, whether it's a podcast, whether it's them just posting you, just sharing your stuff. And the last thing I would say is just um, build your email list. It don't take nothing. It don't take nothing for you to build build an email list. Offer somebody something for free. You know what I mean? Whether it's whether it's you gonna add them as your uh, your close friends on Instagram and you gonna get them free gifts, or you're gonna offer them something a discount. Like get them an email list so that way you can you know build this relationship through email and not just on Instagram. And make sure that you're doing lives because there's nothing better than push notifications. So basically, you on your live right now while we doing this podcast, right? This live was shared to all your friends at one time. You ain't had to go through all. 40 something thousand of your followers and say, hey, I'm on live or or comment and like, you can't seamlessly do that with everybody at one time. Mm-hmm. Go live. Mm-hmm. Let, let Instagram will let the world know, you know what I'm yeah. saying, that you going live. So that's three, t- four tips I just gave and, you. And I'm gonna give you one last one. Uh, uh, share with me, cause we always talk about going viral. What, viral what are the components of going viral you said there's several different components i know you right, said so I, funny it's just yeah, different so, so i share i share with you a couple of different components to go viral all right so you definitely want to inclu- include some humor humor people love to laugh we all we all love to laugh and and, and attaching oh t- attaching words to humor a meme basically yeah. will definitely help you go viral it would definitely help you get more engagement on your post than than just a regular picture um another thing is love People love love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so you know, throw some love in there. And then another another thing is controversy. People love controversy. So a lot of the times I like to take the things that's controversial and then mix it with mix it with my business. You feel what I'm saying? Or mix it, try to try to mix it in a positive way. You know what I mean? Not because I don't want to be a blog or I don't want to bring any hate or any, yeah. you know, any bad attention to my business, but I can take something that has bad attention connected to my business to get the engagement. So that's three ways that you can go viral. You just have to decide how you want to put it with your business, attach it to your business to make that engagement go up. Woo. Yeah, a lot of value right there. Yeah. So, like for instance, I got the event space. Yeah. So they talk, had talk to us about it. that's your newest yeah. business. You yeah, got. That, yeah, that's my newest business. So, um, I got this event space. So they had so Lil Uzi was trending for uh for, for like for like a day. He had this little silly video where he walked in. Right. It was like it was like it was like real crazy. So I was like, yo. So I made a meme out of it. I was like, I was like when when baby dads walk in the baby shower. Yeah. Now I know I got an event space and yeah. I know that a baby shower will be held there so I really made an event 
208 comments, right. you know what I'm saying, 10,000 views, you yep. know what I'm saying, yep. in a matter of seven hours. Yep. I posted it before I woke, before I went to sleep and I woke up with the engagement like that. So not, not only do it get engagement, it allow, it allow all these people to know about my business from a humor side, yep. not, not just saying, oh, look, this is my event space, yep. book me. Now you make it interested because it's humor attached to it and now you wanna see what, what, you know, what it has going on. And it's crazy also just to add, if you guys know me like, I'm not serious, but I'm like, I'm silly, but I don't really show a lot of silliness on social right. media. So we were in like St. Lucia and literally I just got an <laughs> event space booking. Right, right. I'm like, oh, just got another deal. I was hyped. Right. So you was recording it and hyping me up like, oh, oh, oh. And then yeah. you actually made a meme out of it. It was like, when you get that yeah. first event space booking. Right. But they got so much engagement. One, it was new to my audience. So right. something that right. you can offer your audience new. They never seen me they dancing. Never seen you One, I can't dance. I'm right. horrible at it. <laughs> Two, it was just funny. Right. And But it also boosted registrants for people who wanted to learn about how to get their events. Absolutely, absolutely. Off of something silly. Off of, of something, I mean, people like to have a good time. Right. So if you have it. Yeah. Um, just do audio check. Okay. Sound check. One, two, three, Sound check, four. sound check. Um, just uh, make sure your head center is pointed straight. Yeah, are you noting these two mess ups? Yeah. So we can. Uh, yeah, this is like a 33 minutes. So. Okay, so we could fix. We've been going 33 minutes? Yeah. Are we going to wrap it in five minutes? Right. That was good. Yo, real quick, guys, if y'all listen to this, share this live out with five people and comment the word done when we're done. We giving a whole lot of value here, people. But comment the word done when y'all done. Share it out. Bro, you can uh, check the antenna on the receiver make sure it's pointed. Like this, you see this, bro? Make sure your drone's up. Cool, how we looking? We good? Sound check, one, Sound two, check. three, four. Check, check, see, that check, door needs to be check, shut, y'all see? It's normally shut. Yeah, I can't really hear it, so it's cool. Check, check, check. We good? Yep, we're good there. Right. I don't even remember what we were saying. Um, so we're talking about the event space. Right, so, so, so so basically, people want to have a good time. So I know that they're going to have a good time booking the event space because most likely you're booking it for a party or something. So I attach that emotion and that humor to a post, and then it makes people want to be like, oh, dang, man, this is the type of time that you have because people need an example. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They need a reference. So, you know what I mean, when you want to know something, what you do? You Google something. Right. You, you know what I mean? You Google a how-to, you go on YouTube. You, you need a, people need an idea. Yeah. So, you basically create that scenario uh, or that emotion or that feeling that a person wants to have when they come do business with you. So, a lot of people was like, dang, they never really see me and my Davis yeah. have yeah. fun like that. Right. He must really be enjoying yeah, himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that, you know, of course the engagement is going to be a little higher because it's like you basically showing the enjoyable side of being an entrepreneur oh, right. and you constantly selling so they don't get to see that so it's like wow okay right. we, we, we tapped it in <laughs> that was dope yeah. so for you i mean that is your recent business um i know you you got the event space program before it was a program i'm like right. runway i've been trying to tell people get an event space man it's like i'm generating a great income i'm constantly right. traveling it works for me so i don't have to work for it right. i'm not a slave to the business like i right. were in several of my other businesses Bro, you need to do this. You're like, all right, just send me a payment link. I'll do right, it. Right, right, right. But I developed it after, and here's the key, guys. Create the product, sell the product, then create it. Yeah. So Runway bought it, invested in it before it was actually created, and then he got it. And he didn't get the spot right away, but when he got it, it almost happened like this. So I want you to talk about kind of staying true to the vision because people giving up on things 
too easy, man. Yeah. Like, like yeah. as if, like, oh, it didn't work on the first time. I quit. I mean, you you gotta you gotta have you gotta have resilience. You gotta have discipline. And you gotta have patience. And that's probably some of the hardest things to have when you're an entrepreneur because are the resilience, discipline, patience. Got you. All right. So the reason why I say that is because we as an entrepreneur you want to have things fast like you want it like a lot of people want to get stuff done fast they want to execute but they don't have it they don't have the patience for the amount of time that it might actually take so when i like so let me just go to my tattoo shop i got the tattoo shop well first of all while i was underground i got shut down got the tattoo shop got shut down again got it back feel what i'm saying the same thing happened with, when I had the event space. I had got approved for the building, right? And then he was like, nah, I can't do it. Went for another building. Bro, I would love to do it, but I can't do it. I could have stopped. Mm-hmm. I could have not I could have not kept going. I could have we could be doing this interview not talking about the event space. Mm-hmm. I kept pounding, kept pounding. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna get this event space. I told you. You was like, bro, I'm catching air. I'm going to wherever you was going. I was like, bro, I can't do that right now. That's my discipline. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To myself and to my vision. That's my discipline. Bro, I can't go. You going, of course, you going to work, but you're already in a position, you know, to have that leisure. Mm-hmm. I own a couple of business. Yes, I had that leisure, but I made a commitment to myself and I'm disciplined and I gotta be resilient because I gotta get through this because I already been told no twice already. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna give me a third time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so I had to keep pounding, and then I got that event space. Yeah, and it's crazy. You were sending, showing me the text, like basically you found the spot, and you locked it in within twenty four hours. Within twenty four hours, you didn't play with it. I didn't play with it because listen, the the, the first, the first, I'm not gonna lie, the first one, it was like communication on both parts. He wasn't that good at speaking English, so I was just like. I don't know if I want to deal with somebody like that. It was like super far. I was going back and forth. I'm like, I was doubting myself, not knowing mm-hmm. if I could make it happen. Yeah. I know I can make the business happen, but with the time frame to get to the place from where I am, it just seemed like it was too much of a hassle. Yeah. I didn't want to put myself in a, a hard position like that, but I knew the importance of that this business could bring as far as passive income. So I'm willing to take whatever risk that come with it. So when he did it, I was just like, all right, man, well, it ain't all that bad because it had had a lot of risk factors to yeah. it. The second one was perfect, was perfect. I mean, a perfect space that I wanted, it was perfect. So I was just like, yo, come on. I'm claiming it like it's mine. And then he said, no, nah, I don't want to do it. It come with a little discouragement, but I still got the discipline. So this, this last one, I was like, yo, as soon as I see it, I'm making a call. I'm not waiting until three o'clock when I'm done work. I'm not waiting to I'm not waiting to that ride when I go pick the kids up. I'm doing it right now. I pulled over, I called the number while I was right there. He was like, Can we meet tomorrow morning? Right? Called tomorrow morning, filled out the application, met him with everything that he needed. The next day he called me, he was like, hey, the uh, background been approved. He's like, we could sign at least tomorrow, which would have been Saturday. He's like, hold up, I think we might could do it today. I said, let me know. I moved my appointment back to go sign the lease and we did it the next day. Mm, speed of execution. Speed of execution. And listen, I signed the lease. The landlord was calling me Saturday like, yo, I still got people calling me for the spot. Mm. It's going. Mm. It's going. Someone else would have picked it up. Someone else would have picked it up. He said I got he said he said I got somebody, I got somebody right now ready to give me a thousand dollars more. Mm. 
Too late though. Too late. Yeah, success loves speed, man. Success loves speed. That's why I constantly promote like taking massive action on information. That's why I really value you because like the speed I see you just go knock stuff out. I'm like, if we could just inject that in people, man, right, right. like you know how far people would go. Right. If you just what I want you guys to do, if you're listening right, the the time is right now. Like, yo, when I need to do something, right now. Yeah, the time was yesterday. Yesterday, right? <laughs> you got to catch up. They say they say the best time to plant a tree was like 20 years ago. For sure. You, you need to start planting, yeah. right? And here's the other thing I need people to understand. The same day you plant the seeds won't be the same day you eat the fruit. Absolutely so not. You got to stick with it. You said you've been a full-time entrepreneur for 12 years. For 12 years. You're still learning every day on Absolutely. improving it and getting better. If I so, stop learning, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy though, Runway? I didn't really value education in college nor school. Now I'm spending 30 grand a year on education this year. It might be like 75. And this is just like, I'm like, wow, education. They've been telling me all of my life this. Right. But now but I understand. But they've been telling you the wrong education yeah, though. Yeah. Like, I'm, and not to say nothing wrong with a school education. I don't yeah. want nobody to, to, to mis, misinform that at all. But we've been misinformed mm-hmm. about a lot of things. Like even our parents, bro, they tell you, Save your money. Mm-hmm. Get a job. Mm-hmm. My money. I'm investing everything I got to make yeah. this dream work. Yeah. I ain't saving nothing because yeah. guess what? I'm only saving it to do what? Spend it. Right. Yeah. What am I saving it for? What do it do in the bank? What do it do? But get interest on it and then barely. <laughs> but guess what? If I ain't doing nothing with it but just deposit it, they charging me a maintenance fee. Right. So guess what? My parents told me. Get a job. I ain't do that. They told me save my money. I ain't do that. I invested it. They told me don't talk to strangers. You was a stranger to me seven months ago, bro. Mm. They told us don't talk to strangers. How can we? Your net worth comes from your network. Your network is your network. So what I'm saying is if I don't meet these people, how can I formulate a network to, to acquire a higher network if I'm not meeting nobody? Mm. Nobody in my family is millionaires. Mm. How am I going to get a million if I'm only hanging with y'all? You're going to be the first. I'm going to be the first, but I ain't going to be the last, though. Oh. Dang. <laughs> Jeez. I'm going to be the first, but I'm not going to be the last. I'm not going to be the last. Wow. That's a fact. Man. Jeez, guys. A lot of jewels and gems have been dropped on this episode. Um, we about to bring it to a close, man. I just really wanted to thank you. Um, let people know where they can follow you. Let them know what you got going on. I know the event space is opening. I know this is event space one. I know we're going to get another one set for you. Um, you got the beauty salon. like, And that's another thing that dropped in your lap, I want to say. And you just took my, action. It was my accident. By accident. So how do you look for accidents? Uh, I don't. It just I'm like, saying, how, I, I, what so, do you tell somebody who, who need an accident to happen? Just, yo, like, all right, so it's this emotion that go through your body. And I ain't trying to get all spiritual or nothing like that. But it's emotion that it's emotion that go through your body where you like, I don't know if I should do it or should I do it? Do it. Mm. Don't second guess it, yo. That emotion, because if you didn't care about it, it wouldn't serve you no energy in your body. You feel what I'm saying? So subconsciously, scientists say that, psychology say that, the thing that we scared to do is the thing that we supposed to be doing. Mm. So that thing that y'all fearing, that might be your purpose. That might be that your Fortune 500 business. Mm. That might that might be you becoming a millionaire. That might save your life. Mm. But you scared to do it. Wow. So I don't wait. 
I just be like, yo, I feel like I'm supposed to do this, and I do it. Mm. Men uh, first figure out the rest later. Figure out the rest later. I think we was at a conference. He said, it should take you three seconds to decide. I don't got no devil and angel on my shoulder. I got a conscience that's probably like, I don't know, that's trying to probably calculate whether it's going to be a good idea if I'm going to get an ROI, you know what I'm saying, with the return of uh, investment going to be. But, man, if I feel like in my soul and my body that I'm supposed to do this, and it's causing me that I can't sleep at night or I'm thinking about it all day, bro. I'm doing it. Because I ain't trying to put that much energy into thinking about something that I ain't going to do. I'm doing it. Wow. Jeez. He said half of his businesses were by accident, man. And it's funny, the same thing for me. Half of mine was by accident. The event space Some of the best parts accident, of my bro. life was by accident. It's crazy, though. The best part? Yo, I, I, I catered. I catered them moments, bro. Like every every lesson that I had, every failure that I had was by like by well, I mean I can't even say it was by accident, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen with it didn't happen with me saying this is what I want to happen. Yeah. Crazy. Jeez. I met you by accident, bro. Crazy. One of the best relationships that I that I had in business was meeting you. You, you connected me with other people that I made thousands of dollars with. Had I met you, I wouldn't have connected with them. I got relationships with other people through you. Crazy. And, and I met you by accident. Osmosis, man. That's awesome, man. You become the people you hang around. Like, getting in a network. Like, my, if I could give somebody, like, the number one thing is invest in your network, get in groups. And when I say this, like, it don't got to be my groups or my programs. As you hear on this podcast, I don't push nothing that... I, I don't push anything on this podcast, just value and information, but my life has changed drastically in the last year and a half because of the networks that I'm in and the people who I know. You're in my network, I'm able to connect you with people, right? We in Bali, it's funny, we in Bali, we kicking it with Jabril. Jabril, mm. one of the greatest Serious. marketers. Jabril is a bad boy with yeah, marketing. He, I don't know too many dudes as incredible as this dude. He runs, he owns several seven-figure, eight-figure companies and Runway was there in Bali, which he ultimately set us up with. Right. I got a deal because I knew Jabril. Right. Both cribs we got a deal at because of Jabril. You were in Chicago. You said Jabril hit you up. Right. And I, and I, I ain't even tell you when we was in Brazil, your homie that was in Brazil, he just DM'd me the other day. Bro, he dropped a load of information on me. Mm. I'm talking about he dropped a load of information. You're talking about Dave. Bro, oh, yeah, Dave a bad boy. Bro, he dropped Davis. Uh, bro, listen. He dropped 1.7 terabyte worth of information in my DM, bro. A link to no, bro, I can't right. even bro, I can't even consume all the information he dropped. I said, bro, you just dropped a, a load on me. Yeah. I appreciate you. But this was a relationship that I met for you yeah. and not asking. I hadn't talked to him I forgot since we was in Brazil together, fact, bro. I talked to him while I was at Chicago. Somebody walked up to me and was like, huh, here go your friend. Yeah. And he was on FaceTime right after that, bro. He dropped a load of information on me. I'm talking about I'm talking about information so much, bro, I couldn't consume it in a month. Oh, yeah. It's going to take you a it's year. It's going to take me a year, that. bro. I know it is, <laughs> at bro. At least. I know it is, but I know it's value. Did I ask him to do that? No. I met him through you. Violent information that I got from a relationship and it's funny dog i was talking earlier i don't know if you guys i referenced so dave was teaching me a year and a half ago about shout out pages so he makes a year ago he was making 60k a month on instagram serious through running paid traffic on shout out pages listen to this guy 15 to 2 grand a week or a month but it was resulting in him getting 60 a month 
Neo, do this a year and a half ago. <laughs> I slept. You slept. Everything he tell me to do when I do the crap, it works. It works. Instantly. I'm like, now when he taught me to do stuff? Right. Instant, instant. Instantly. Yo, yo, no, wait. <laughs> because I lost too much time. I lost a lot yo, of money. Yo, think about how much money you left on the table. I don't want to think by, about by it. By not doing that. And guess what? <laughs> This this was this was a mentor friend tour for you. Yeah, for sure. So this information was free, and I feel like that's another thing. When you give out the information for free, people don't grasp it. They only pay when they pay attention. Yeah. They not soaking up the free information. We giving out free information on podcasts, interviews. We going to talk to people, yeah. and they they not taking use of the information. Yeah. And then they mad about the position that you in. I, I said today. Somebody called me and was like, hey, you got a job for me? I said, yo, I called you six months ago and I asked you, did you want to start a business with me and why you want to work for me? Mm. You had the opportunity to start the business with me. Now you asking me for employment opportunity. Mm. You got to take advantage of the opportunity. You could have been CEO, CFO, <laughs> not employee. Whoa. Jeez. <laughs> Listen, guys, this is a lot of heat in this episode. It's supposed to be 15 minutes. We would just went like 45 minutes run. Just let people know, man, how they can follow you, how they can support you, what you got going up. Guys, best tattoo artist in the world, for sure, for sure. Um, incredible marketer, all around amazing guy. Let them know how they can stay in touch with you. Okay, buddy. so you definitely could get with me on social media, at Runway Rum. Definitely support every business if you can. Um, like you said, on I'm, Instagram, though, it's on, Runway Millionaire. Right? Runway Millionaire. Uh, yep, you. on Instagram, Runway Millionaire. Uh, you can find all my, I post everything on my page as far as the other businesses, but definitely come get a tattoo. Uh, if you're a female listening to this podcast, you're in the Philadelphia area, come get your hair done at Mink Lux. Come get your lashes done at, at, at Mink Beauty. Learn how to uh, do your also, lashes. Also, if you want to be a lash technician making 51K or more, working four hours or less, we definitely teach that at Mink Beauty, so follow that. And the shop is Money in Ink with two Ks at the end. And we just opened up the event space, the venue. That's V-E-N-D. Y-O-U, so you know, mm. definitely support that. We're going to be having um, a bunch of amazing events there. Um, uh, we're going to do some community service, some a lot of community work. We're going to do a lot of stuff for the youth, a lot of give back. So just look out for that stuff, man. I appreciate my guy Nehemiah Davis for tapping in with me, allowing me to be a part of the uh, Celebrate the Great, because that's what we're doing. Let's go. So guys, I'm proud of this guy, man. I watched him just continue to soar, the kids soar, everyone around him is soaring executor so please i'm gonna drop in the show notes how to stay in touch with him i'll drop his marketing course information i'll drop a bunch of stuff in there but please stay in touch with him go follow him go spam him say neo sent me on his instagram that's right. runway millionaire and uh guys support him man he literally a few months ago didn't have an event space now he has one he about to add an additional four thousand to ten thousand a month profit to his income just from having it so even if you want to learn that let us know but with that being said, guys, thank you guys so much for tapping in, as you guys say, tapping in, tapping in. to Accelerate the Great. Today was absolutely incredible, and we hope you guys got a whole lot of value out of it. So until then, please like, rate, subscribe, share this episode out. We are going to make this the number one podcast in the world. See you Let's guys go. soon.